Hi there, I'm Heidi Higgins, and you are listening to K-12 On Learning. When my children were much younger, and it would rain, which is rather rare in the part of the country that I live in, I would call them from wherever they were in my home, and we would gather on the front porch. On the way, I would quickly pop a bowl of popcorn. We would sit out there and watch nature's beauty as the rain would fall and the stories would be told and the giggles would happen. We did this every time it rained and it was so much fun. Over time, because we repeated it so often, it became a tradition. Not long ago, my oldest daughter came home. While we were visiting, she noticed it had started to rain. She quickly turned to me and she said, Mom, it's raining. Do you have any popcorn? I love traditions. Family traditions contribute a sense of comfort and belonging. Learning about traditions helps us understand how families, even whole societies, can come together. Traditions reinforce values such as freedom, faith, integrity, a good education, personal responsibility, a strong work ethic, the value of being selfless, and the importance of culture. Traditions in the home provide a forum to showcase role models and celebrate the things that really matter. Traditions will be different in every home, but that is really the joy of them because they connect us to a group that is uniquely ours. Traditions are important for our mental health as they provide a sense of stability and help us connect the past with the future. Traditions serve as an avenue for creating lasting memories for friends and families. Traditions come about as little actions that, when grouped together, when repeated over and over, expected and longed for week after week, year after year, tell a story. They make a childhood, they bind a family, and they develop values. Through social media and interviews during the last little while, I've been interviewing, inviting students and families to share their thoughts and ideas on traditions they have in their families and what they mean to them. As you hear some of the ideas, I hope you'll consider what you can do in your home to bring the stabilizing force that family traditions provide. I think the traditions are important because they give you a sense of belonging but they also add some excitement to everyday life. Shari is a mother of three from Texas. I think that there's anticipation that come with certain days or holidays. For birthdays, as an example, we typically will deck the house out with balloons or decorate the dining room table. So when they wake up, they know that they're coming out to a place that was made just for them. We also typically on birthdays, we'll have, we have a family recipe called pull-aparts. It's most families may know it as monkey bread, but that is a traditional breakfast at our home. So the kids always look forward to that. I love that. And is their reaction, what is their reaction when you do this? I think that they're always excited and appreciative. It's something that they look forward to that they know is going to happen on that day. I think that that's what makes a tradition fun is it's traditional. It happens over and over again. So they know that it's going to happen and it gives them something to um, look forward to. I love that your family traditions are not just based around holidays and birthdays, though. You do something special on Sundays. Sundays are, um, I believe it's a tradition to go to church as a family. I know that often we think of traditions as being something like decorating gingerbread houses or, you know, going caroling or something. 
but I do believe even waking up and going to church as a family is a tradition for us. And on Sunday evenings, we will often make orange Juliuses and popcorn. We will often play Uno or Skippo or uh, enjoy a family movie together. That was something I did in my childhood. Typically after dinner was cleaned up, we would gather around the table and play a card game of sorts. So that is a tradition that I've continued on in my home. I love that. So some of these traditions you brought from your family when you were growing up, and that brings up memories, right? I do remember that there was always an incentive to get the house clean uh, the first week of October so that we could put up the Halloween decorations from Avon that had come. And that is going to age me a little bit. But there was always a bat that hung from the countertops. I remember a ghost and I remember uh, specifically a pumpkin. But it was the motivation came that once everything was picked up and cleaned up in the house that we could deck out the house for Halloween. Some traditions involve food. You have a special night for some types of food. You know, it was funny. I think I saw a meme recently that said that we, they always thought it was a fun tradition to go and get pizza on Friday nights, but it turns out that mom was just too tired to cook on Friday nights. And that is definitely the case in my home. Uh, we have a, we have a pizza place in our neighborhood and we will almost every Friday hit up that pizza place. And the kids look forward to that. You know, we know on Friday night, everyone will be home for pizza and a movie. You mentioned your husband plays a role in creating some of these traditions. Yes. So my husband is very picky about the shoes that our kids wear. He likes them to have a really good quality shoe. My kids are also all runners. So I'm glad that that is something that is important to him. So as a back to school tradition, Matt will take our kids on their back to school shoe trip plus dinner. So he'll take them and he'll help them pick out their tennis shoes for the year and take them to dinner. And my kids look forward to that. It's a dad time for sure. And they also know that he is always willing to spend way more money than him on them than I am. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good role for a dad to have. Very fun. I like that. Do you find that little routines can turn into traditions? I learned a hack. If it's cold in the morning, that if you will take a pair of socks and you will stick them directly in the microwave and you'll set a timer for 30 seconds, that it'll warm up the socks just enough to make your toes feel cozy and warm. If I'm having a hard time getting my kids to get up to get schoolwork started, I will say, hey, why don't you get up and get your clothes on? And while you do that, I'll microwave your socks. And that is their motivation to get out of bed because they don't stay warm very long. So you got to get up and get moving. But I will go and I'll put the socks in the microwave for 30 seconds. Now, side note to that, don't do longer than 30 seconds. I may or may not have burned a pair of socks in the microwave before. Funny, you may or may not. <laughs> I love it. You make it a point in your family traditions to really spotlight your children. And I love how that works. I had to smile when you sent me your list about Valentine's Day. We have a tradition for Valentine's Day that everything in their lunch will be wrapped. So I found some white tissue paper with red hearts. And so it was pretty much like a regular lunch, but everything was wrapped in paper. So they didn't really know what they were unwrapping. You know, it would still include like a sandwich or a bag of chips or a cookie. And I always tried to make sure I could find a heart-shaped cookie for Valentine's, but everything was wrapped in tissue paper. And then as you opened the lunchbox, I cut out little hearts and attached them to the top of their lunch. So it was just a surprise when they opened it up. And what's interesting is I have a junior and a senior this year, and I also have a second grader. 
And when I did the Valentine's breakfast this last year or the Valentine's lunch this last year, I had taken pictures of it and I had not done it for the older kids thinking that they were probably too old or had grown out of the tradition. And they were so jealous that their younger brother had gotten the Valentine's lunch and I had not done it for them. So I don't think it matters how old they are. If it's a tradition in your home, the kids do look forward to it, even when they're that 16, 17, 18 age. I think that's the the beauty of traditions is it it's the love that you share, isn't it? The yeah. you also do something with hearts on their doors. Yes. Every day of the month I cut out the heart, pre-cut out the hearts, or you can also find, I know specifically Target sells post-its that are heart-shaped, but it helps if you have them all pre-cut out for the month. And then I write something that I love about them and stick it on their door. Every day there's a new heart attached to their door. You can do it when they wake up. My kids get up and leave pretty early. So I often will do it while they're gone for the day and then put their heart on their door when they get home. Do you do anything with Thanksgiving for writing things that you're grateful for? You know, we don't do that for Thanksgiving, but we do that every night before we go to bed. So when I put my son to bed, he's eight. I always ask him what he's grateful for that day. So we do that as a daily thing, not just at Thanksgiving. He'll usually name off his list and then I'll name off mine. Thank you, Shari. What kinds of traditions have you built in your home around the need for doing service? We, once a quarter, will go to a park that is about a half hour from our home and we will serve breakfast. Um, It's called Breakfast in the Park. They serve breakfast every Saturday and different groups or congregations or organizations take turns providing breakfast. So we do it once a quarter. Um, my kids decided this year that they wanted to do, they wanted to sign up for one of the weeks, not with our group, organization, church, anything, just on their own with their friends. So you just, you show up and you take breakfast. And I thought it was cool that they decided on their own that once a quarter wasn't enough, that they wanted to add an extra Saturday in there. So we often will go and and do that. We also have a grocery store here where you have to pay for your cart. It's 25 cents and you stick it in the little dispenser and you go and you shop. And we live in a day and age where there's not a lot of change. Not a lot of people have a quarter in their pocket every day. And so we will typically go get a roll of quarters and we'll go tape them to all of the shopping carts at that grocery store. When I asked nine-year-old Charlotte to talk to me about traditions, she started talking about relationships, travel, her religious culture, and spontaneity. Don't think these kids aren't noticing. One of our like favorite things to do is every November, we on my dad's side of the family, we go to Texas. We eat with our whole family for Thanksgiving. And, well, I get to play with my cousins during Thanksgiving. And then I have some time with my grandparents. And in December, when it's not snowing, And if it's like really, really cold, we like to go fun places to an amusement park. And we like going to places like that. Last year, we went to Disney World. My parents told me I was going to Alabama, which I was not very excited for. (laughs) So I'm like sort of groaning. Doesn't seem as fun. But my dad says, they have beautiful beaches there. So I just go into the airport. They tell me that there's a surprise waiting. Like my parents are wearing big giant coats for some reason and it's not that <laughs> it's not that cold. And so I come I go into the um airport and they 
put a blindfolded on me. And all of a sudden, they're like, we're going to Disney World. And I'm even more excited. Yes. It's just really fun. I'm glad I got to go to Disney World. Uh, <laughs> one night, we're going back home to the apartment room. And I, I'm like running and I bump into someone but it, it was someone I knew it was my grandpa I was like really surprised and we <laughs> spent the rest of the time we had with him and then he left a day earlier which made me a little sad that was fun they had a lot of surprises oh Charlotte what a great surprise you're building memories together as a family and that kind of a tradition is priceless what are some other things you do most of the time, once a year, we go to Colorado to see my grandparents. So my grandparents visit me at the beginning of the year, like a couple of days before school starts. And we go to like Charlottesville or Virginia Beach. Thank you, Charlotte. Are there any other traditions that you love? My dad's Jewish, so we celebrate Hanukkah, and it's like a holiday that you have for eight days, and you give each family member a gift, and uh, you say a few blessings, and it, you like take you light like candles for like eight days, and there's one, and it's really fun because you get to like sometimes you do it with your family. Sometimes we do it with friends, but it's a fun holiday for us to celebrate in December. You are probably learning a lot with that one. Thank you, Charlotte. Now, if you had one of these traditions that was going to be taken away, which one would you miss the most? I think I would probably miss uh, Thanksgiving because uh, it's like, some if I couldn't see my family once a year, it wouldn't be as fun because I've always like been like telling my dad how much I want to go to Texas more. And my my grandma's always telling my parents like how I should stay an extra week. And it's like my grandma makes good meals and it's, it's just fun to stay with them and see my whole family. And I don't think I would get enough time with them if I didn't have that holiday. Thank you, Charlotte. I can see why you would miss that. You have traditions with your family. You mentioned your grandmother's cooking, how they want to spend time with you. Time and spending time as a family are traditions and they're precious. There's a quote from Hallmark that says, Traditions are stories that families write together. You are writing a personalized and beautiful story with your family. I have one more thing. Uh, every summer, my mom goes to Montana and California because that's sort of like where her family lives now. It's like a thing we do every summer, just visit my, my uh, mom's parents. It's fun. Yeah. Children love to participate in family routines and traditions and culture. And you can, see, you can hear that from Charlotte. I also visited with some high school students who shared that time with their family and some of the quirky, sweet traditions mean a lot to them. First up is Emma. My tradition uh, is particularly with uh, my siblings, apart from some classic ones. But um, two years ago now, my siblings and I started taking a photo together with doing the shape of the heart just to take a memory of Christmas Eve. 
And for me, it's a little bit more symbolic than a silly photo with my siblings because that year, those past few months from like November to the, the upcoming February were kind of like a, a rough patch for me and my family. It was, uh, I believe, the middle of the pandemic and we had to move and all this family stuff. So that year was like the first year we we didn't celebrate Christmas. My family, you know, does the, the usual Christmas thing. Um, our extended family's Catholic, so we celebrate usually. Um, but this year we didn't have the trees, the lights. We were just together as a family. So we didn't really miss the glamour of the holiday so much, but it was just kind of a, a weird situation. So that year, it was a bit of a bummer, I guess. Uh, but to celebrate, we took that photo. And this year, we finally moved. We celebrated Christmas again, had our trees, our lights and everything. We dressed up and we took a picture and you could see just how much bigger my brother's grown. And in the photos, you could see that we're so much happier. So it's a very new tradition. It might seem odd or out of place, but to us, kind of our journey growing up and moving on to a better life and that we're together even in tough times. So I hope that is something that continues throughout the years and that we remain together for whatever else happens within our family. This is Maggie. My family has a tradition that after Thanksgiving dinner, we have to put up the tree or else it won't be Christmas. So uh, this year, not this year, last year, my dad got diagnosed with kidney disease. So he was the one that usually puts up the tree. And this year he couldn't. So our traditions kind of changed. We had him put up a tiny tree instead because he was too weak to put up the big one. And he can't lift stuff over 20 pounds because of the implant in his arm. But we still did it as a family and we still took our family pictures in front of it right after it got put up. So traditions in my family are very important. We have almost one for every holiday, even Valentine's Day. Kyan has traditions in his home. He worries that they're not the norm, but that's actually the beauty of traditions. We have a couple of traditions. One is more like a routine, but... Over, over COVID, we started getting really involved in online school and we, we didn't have as much time to, to spend time together as a family. So at some point, I started going for walks in the morning. I felt like it was a good way for me to clear my head, get ready for the day. And eventually, my, uh, my mom and my little brother, they just they started joining me at some point. So we... We've been walking every morning as much as we as much as we can. Another tradition is we we set up our Christmas tree. It's not a real Christmas tree. We we are not so big on Christmas, but we we like the um, tradition of putting the tree up. We're, we're we're more about the tree. The tree is just fun. Layla shares an important tradition in her family. One tradition that means a lot to me is every Christmas Eve, my family and I make hot chocolate together and then we watch the movie A Christmas Story. Um, And we normally stay up late. My mom won't let us open the presents though, but we normally try to stay up until midnight, say Merry Christmas, and then go to bed and wake up the next morning and open the presents together. Joy, let's hear from you. One tradition that is really important to specifically me is that since I'm the youngest, I always get the honor of putting the star on the tree. So every Christmas, I'm even though I'm not tight anymore, I'm lifted up so I put the star on the tree. It makes me feel so special. 
Michael shares his tradition of service. Every Christmas Eve, me and my family, we like to put together gifts, like kind of like gift boxes and everything for the underprivileged, basic necessity bags and gifts. And I really enjoy helping other people through that. So that's like one main tradition I do with my family. And it also is time for me to bond with my family. So I think that's a very fun tradition for me. Paige has traditions in her home as well. So this is, it's not any kind of like, unique type of tradition, but something that's just a tradition in my family is just every Thanksgiving, which is the earliest that my mom will allow, put up the Christmas trees. There's actually two, one in the living room, and then I have one in my room just because Christmas is always my favorite holiday. No one in my family is religious or anything. It's just the time where it seems like everyone's in a good mood. No one's arguing. It's just nice. (laughs) So the tradition is always set those up on Thanksgiving. And then one slight difference, I guess, is the one in the living room, we never put like a star angel up. My mom has a stuffed cow and that goes on the top of the tree. So that's just how we finish decorating is we just put the cow on the tree. <laughs> Victor talks about having fun with his family tradition. Well, first off, happy holidays to everyone. And I would like to say a couple of traditions for me that isn't really related too much on the holidays would be having karaoke every weekend. I think it became almost like a family culture type of thing where my parents and I and my sister, everyone basically would get together to sing in the living room any song, especially during Christmas time and Thanksgiving. I think we really bond singing together. And even if we have a couple of family members who's a bit shy, we always like we always think super positive on just come on and sing with us because no one is not going to care. And it's just to have fun and just have the bonding time. And of course, we sing All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. <laughs> we got to hit that high note. <laughs> well, that's a tough job. <laughs> Very good, Victor. I like that. Very good. In preparing for this episode, I reached out to many of you through the K-12 Behind the Scenes. It is a Facebook group and asked if you could share some of your traditions, some of the ideas that you do. You know, it's never too late to begin a tradition. It just needs to be repeated, and it's always important to see what's come before us. That way we can look back on the past and forward to the future. And there were some great ideas that came in. Some mentioned having a special plate for the person being celebrated, exchanging ornaments between family members, going to breakfast during the first week of school at a fancy place, daddy-daughter or father-and-son dates, fun traditions, walking backwards into the living room on Christmas morning. Another was running or walking a charity race before Thanksgiving or playing family flag football on Thanksgiving. Some families carve a dreidel each year. Singing at midnight on New Year's Eve was, a, was mentioned a couple of times. Eating dinner together each Thursday night. Trying out a new sport each year. Opening a gift on Christmas Eve. Usually they said it was jammies. Another family mentioned a book called Memory Making Mom. I picked it up. It's by Jessica Smart. And I reached out to Jessica, and she's going to be joining us on a future episode here at K-12 on Learning. She talks about the importance of doing things that build memories with our children, whether it be traditions from the past or starting now. It's never too late to start something that is fun, that will build memories in your children. Thank you for listening to K-12 On Learning, sponsored by Stride. To learn more about online public schools powered by Stride K-12, 
Stride Career Prep programs that foster lifelong learning, or any of the private school or individual course offerings, please go to stridelearning.com or k12.com. Special thanks to Tree K Studios for providing the music for us. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and feel free to leave us a good review. We hope you'll join us next time for K12 on Learning.